0: This morning, I'm concluding a series of reflections from the story of Ruth. Now we come to chapter four, verse 13. So Boaz took Ruth and she became his wife. When they came together, the Lord made her conceive and she bore a son. The women said to Naomi, blessed be the Lord who has not left you this day without next of kin and may his name be renowned in Israel. He shall be to you a restorer of your life, a nurturer of your old age, for your daughter-in-law who loves you, who is more to you than seven sons has borne him. Then Naomi took the child and laid him in her bosom and became his nurse. The women of the neighborhood gave him a name, saying, a son has been born to Naomi. They named him Obed. He became the father of Jesse, the father of David. The word of the Lord. Holy God, as we return to this sacred story again today, we pray that through your spirit, you would help us to see how it is the story of our lives as well a story that leads to your redemption. We ask it in the name of Christ the Redeemer. Amen. When I began this series of reflections on the story of Ruth, I indicated that one of its themes is the redemptive character of community. In this story that is best demonstrated by the women of the community in Bethlehem. When we met these women in the first chapter, they were greeting Naomi, who they did not recognize after she had left Bethlehem with her husband and two sons. Now she is returning after having spent 10 years in Moab. Her husband and sons have died and Naomi is destitute. She's returned to Bethlehem because she hears they have food. All that she has is her daughter-in-law, Ruth the Moabite, who also has nothing, nothing except a committed fidelity to her mother-in-law. Well, the women in the community in Bethlehem initially just listened to Naomi's lament. She said, the Almighty has dealt bitterly with me. In fact, remember she tried to change her name to Mara, which means bitterness, but the community just kept calling her Naomi, which means pleasant, even when she was not. The community held her identity. In the chapters that follow, we witness the quiet unfolding drama between Ruth and Boaz. And we witness Boaz's great commitment to becoming the the redeemer next of kin for Ruth and Naomi. And today's text begins by saying that Ruth and Boaz were married and Ruth bore a son. At this point, the community of women returned to center stage. Only this time, they're the ones who are doing the talking and Naomi is listening. Now, now they interpret the work of God in Naomi's life. Earlier, Naomi had reduced God's work to that of bitterness and the community heard that, but now, they point to her restoration. Through this child, they say, you have found the restorer of your life. This is what community does. It listens to lament without anxiety. It holds our identity when we think that we are less than who we are. And then, Community points to hope, but not until we can hold it. It is after listening to the women that Naomi then takes the child, and the text says she laid it in her bosom. She embraced her hope. You know, when I was listening to this story over and over again in Sunday school, our teachers always ended with Ruth and Boaz getting married and having a baby, and then they would smile and say, and lived happily ever after. But that's not the actual climax to the story. That's a means to an end. It it only gets one verse in the whole story. I think this is the climax with the, the witness to hope of a community and a woman whose life is transformed from bitterness to embracing that hope. Recently, we've all had another illustration of how much we need community to hope. There has been one thing that we've all been talking about for the last two days, and why is that? It's because we're worried about this election. And whether the process ends in bitterness and lament for you or it ends in joy, you're you're gonna have to have a community either way and certainly while we wait. For it is the community that calls us to hope in the restorer of our lives. Another thing that is striking to me about this community of women is that they are what we used to call countercultural. They claim that Ruth's commitment to Naomi was better than having seven sons. Now, if you were a part of ancient culture and you had a choice between seven sons or one daughter-in-law, you wouldn't think a lot about that. But this community recognizes that it is Ruth the Moabite, the foreigner, who has become God's instrument of restoration in Naomi's life. Social norms are never normative for a community of faith. A community of faith that believes that God has God's own ways of unfolding redemption in our lives. And sometimes these are strange, unforeseen ways. So while the results of this election are extremely important and the consequences are great, Maybe it is important for those of us in community of faith to remind ourselves that our hope is ultimately not in who wins this election or who loses it. Our hope is that God's plans are never reduced to our political processes. God has a future of unfolding redemption in mind. We cannot thwart that. One final thing about this community that I find spectacular. It is the community that names the child. Not Ruth and Boaz, not Naomi. The community gives the child his name, which is Obed. At the end of the text, we hear that Obed becomes the grandfather of King David and we know how the story of hope continues to expand from there. But I'm struck by the name, Obed, which means worshiper. And maybe this is the highest calling of all for community in our lives. It calls us to worship the God whose ways are not our ways but who is committed to the restoration of our lives and our life together, and whose hope is only found by worshipers. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.